1: these ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. oh ho, ho! Baby!
0: What is
1: up? Buffalo Fanatics! See here with you live on the buffalo fanatics youtube channel on a new year's eve sunday night a victory sunday night a sunday night where i don't know exactly how to feel right now a lot of emotions going through my mind and i'm processing them in real time what did we see unfold today I'm not entirely sure, but it resulted in a victory. Buffalo Bills take it at home. Over the New England Patriots 27-21 to 21 to keep their playoff hopes alive. And as you know, the Bills had a chance to clinch a playoff spot today with some help and some help they did not get. Just about every scenario that could have benefited the Bills today from the outside. Did not come to fruition except one. And that's going to lead us to the game of the year next week. In Miami, the AFC East title game, as we predicted on here, what feels like a millennium ago. Bills, Dolphins, week 18 for all the AFC East marbles. Win and you're in, lose, lose you're very likely going home. Have you ever heard of a scenario where the winning team gets the two seed and that same team could lose that game and wind up watching the playoffs on the couch? That's the reality that is in front of us right now, Bills Mafia, and it's a scary reality, but I got to tell you, It's one of those realities, if you're like me as a Bills fan, where you're addicted to the adrenaline rush, you're addicted to the pacing back and forth like we did last week, like we did today, like we've done pretty much every week this entire year, hell, like we've done pretty much every week from September to January since we were born, then this one's going to be for you. Welcome in tonight. Thanks so much for joining me. Off of that Bills victory, off of the 4 p.m. slate games coming to an end that did not benefit the Buffalo Bills, Lot to talk about tonight, and I really uh, appreciate you joining me on this New Year's Eve edition of the Smoke Break, powered by BetUS. Receive a 125% sign-up bonus in the link in the description below. We have a ton to talk about on this episode, including the Bills-Patriots game. What unfolded? What the hell was that? I mean, that game, there's hammered, and then there's blowing into the... uh, the breathalyzer and, and, and the thing breaks. They got to go get another one because they would never seen it read that, that number. That game was beyond cocked. I don't know what I was watching for about three hours. Part of it was really fun. Part of it was really miserable. The majority of it was anxiety fueled as we're used to. The biggest concern, of course, obviously you know, coming away from that game, is what are these Buffalo Bills the last two weeks compared to what they were the several weeks going into that? Once again, we are in this period as Bills fans where we go from these chunks of really bad to really good to really bad to really good to now I don't know what this is. The nice thing is they're victories. The Bills had chunks of bad throughout the year. They almost all resulted in losses for the most part. These are resulting in victories, and if the Bills would have lost last week, which they easily could have, if the Bills would have lost today, which they easily could have, We would not even be in a position to look forward to next week being as big of a game as it's going to be. So we'll talk about Bills-Patriots. We will talk about that game, Bills-Dolphins, next week. We should find out. We might even find out live on the show here. If we do, please let me know in the comments. We should find out what time and what day that game's going to be. They haven't announced the games yet. There's Saturday night games. There's Sunday afternoon games, Sunday night games. Garen damn teed. The Bills are either playing Saturday night or Sunday night to be determined. We'll also talk about the updated AFC playoff picture which the Bills are currently smack dab in the middle of but do not have anything clinched. So much to talk about tonight that I could not do it myself, so I got to bring on my main man, my brother from another the revenator. the the screen was black and then it and then it came to life. It was like a perfect intro. There he is, Rev. Oh.
0: How you there you go, baby. What's up, Ziba?
1: Man, how, how you feeling, man? I'm, I'm... foremost. Let me be the first to to wish you uh, a happy 2024, and uh, the last to to wish you a uh, mm-hmm. an, a bid you an do to 2023.
0: <laughs> That's right, man. Happy New Year's uh, to you as well, brother. I'm glad to be here with you on the show, man. Um, I'm feeling kind of indifferent right now. I don't know. Yep. I don't know how to feel. Um, we spent that time watching that game, and you know, we were we were on the pregame with 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 uh with rico man and, and i was pretty confident in this game um yeah the bills won it but i was i was fairly confident that the bills were going to show up and not play like they did last week against Easton Stick but boy was I surprised the Bills escaped again for the second straight week with a narrow victory at home mind you against the New England Patriots and man um he didn't look good no, it did not. Let me ask you right <laughs> off the bat, because here's where I was this
1: entire game. I'm sitting back, and I'm watching it, and I'm thinking to myself, what is going on here? Every other throw from Bailey Zappi for the first half was it was a turnover. Every time the Patriots touched the ball, was a turnover. How the game starts off with a kick return. I go to take a leak before mm-hmm. the, the first series starts. I come back out, and I'm watching the Pats take it to the house. So you already got to start off with that. Immediate turnover by the New England Patriots on their first possession. The Bills get the ball in prime position. Can't get into the end zone. So many weird intricacies to this game. So many positives, I would say, especially on the defensive side. Not a whole lot of positives at all on the offensive side, especially from our commander-in-chief, number 17. Your overall Mm. thought as you sat back and watched this, where were you mentally throughout the duration of the game?
0: I was on pins and needles. I I couldn't I couldn't get comfortable in this game at all and where I felt like the Bills had it. You know, um off the top. I mean, when they when they returned the kick, that really just let me know. I was like, we're in for a one of these weird crazy games I mean, again. You like, can't make it up. You can't make that. You up. couldn't. Like, I was like, like oh, you gotta be kidding me. And, and, and then I started questioning like, why in the heck? Or whose decision was it to kick the ball? at the two yard line to, 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 to number 83 in the first place, instead of booted out the back of the end zone. But regardless, I mean, they let these guys, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like the sea parted right up the middle and he ran all the way back for the touchdown opening kickoff. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Don't tell me we're in for this game. And uh, sure enough, we were. And um, I, I, I was never comfortable even, even with the defensive, uh, uh, Mastermind play by the defense. I mean, I mean, they 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 played lights out for the majority of that game, and turnover after turnover after. I still could not get comfortable. It was, it was that crazy of a game, and uh, you know, I, I was just I, I was I was infuriated at one point to where I like I can't believe that these Buffalo Bills are playing this poorly on offense on offense. And I know we'll talk about Josh Allen and 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 and, and, and uh, others um here shortly, but that that's kind of how I felt the entire game.
1: Couldn't agree more. We will talk in depth about all of that, but let's not waste any time at the beginning of the show. Let's talk about the most prominent aspect at hand, and that is the playoff picture. The Buffalo Bills could have clinched today with help surrounding them in the AFC. They got their win. That, of course, was the first necessary step. There were other steps at hand that if they went the Bills' way, the Bills would clinch a playoff spot nearly all of those factors went against the Bills today, except the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to give a quick mm-hmm. shout out to the Seattle Seahawks, my new most hated team. It was the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys for the last couple of weeks. It's been the Miami Dolphins for some time. Seattle, congratulations. The crowd is on top of your head for at least this week. We'll see who I end up hating more this coming week. Um, but the, the Buffalo Bills, you know, as bad as it was at times during that game, the end of the day they got their part of it done. And you go into the four o'clock games with the opportunity to clinch. They were unable to get those opportunities to go their way. So here we sit, and as we talk about the playoffs, you know where I'm heading, Rev. I'm heading to that old ESPN simulator. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it. So the four p.m.s are in the books. The the day games are in the books, and the only game left for this week is an NFC. Matchup between the Green Bay Packers and the uh, Minnesota Vikings, which has no impact on the Buffalo Bills and their playoff seating. So here it is, folks, as it stands right now. If the season were to have ended today, here's what you have. Baltimore, we will talk about them later on in the show. Wow. And mm-hmm. it was exactly what I thought it would be, too. And I, I, I got to tell you, even I was shocked. I thought they were going to be out of Miami. I didn't have 56 to 19. I no, had like 35 to 13. What they did to Miami was what the bills did to him. Almost with an extra shot of espresso. It was mm-hmm. unreal. You couple that with the fact that they did that same thing to San Fran last week on the road. Look out Lamar Jackson. And of course, Rev, I was thinking about you and, and Rico, of course, after we go on our long tangent yeah. about, uh, Josh Allen's be DK's, he has the worst game of his year. Maybe. The worst game. Of one. It, and Lamar just done. goes on to maybe have the best game of his career. Lamar Jackson will be your 2023 MVP. He has led the Baltimore Ravens to the one seed. They clinched that today. Here are the wild card teams and the seedings as it stands right now. If it ended, Colts would play Miami seven in the two seed. Bills would be the six. Chiefs just edged it out against the Bengals. They would be the three seed. Cleveland has it locked up. They're the fifth seed and Jacksonville would be the fourth seed. But as we know, that is not going to stay that way. There is going to be significant changes this coming week. Yeah. The the big reality at hand here and the scariest part about what is about to unfold is that the luxury the Bills would have had been given today if those factors went their way would have been they could have gone in the next week with that game still being massive. AFC championship right. on the AFC East championship, rather, excuse me, on the line, you win that you're the two seed. You're guaranteed at least two home playoff games, the potential of a home AFC championship game. Should you make it that far? And the Ravens drop out, obviously the, the the title of being a fourth consecutive AFC East champion, stealing that from Miami, which would mean so much to me. Yeah. Watching yeah. that entire castle crumble down to the ground it still will and now it means even more but obviously it still would have meant a lot but it would have been a little easier to swallow if the bills wind up losing next week knowing Mm. hey they're still in the playoffs what are you going to do at this point in the season we're lucky to even be in it based on the way things went but based on the way things went today it's not a luxury the bills have going into next week not only do the Bills go into that game wanting to win the AFC East, wanting to get that two seed. They're going into that game almost needing to win that. I don't even want to say almost. It's it's pretty much a 90% a need. need
2: for yeah. them to, win that yeah. ball
1: to get into the playoffs. And let me explain what I mean. So we'll go to week 18 here. Here is the landscape. Now, the Steelers just beat the Seahawks. Once again, shout out Seattle. Way to go. Gino in the gang, DK dropping touchdowns in the end zone, Gino fumbling all over himself. They gave up almost 500 offensive yards to Mason Rudolph. Bravo to you, Seattle. We appreciate the effort today. Absolute joke. So, with that, Seattle, who had about a 12% playoff chance going into today, is very much alive. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, with their win today, those two games have immediate impact on the bills and here's how if the bills lose next week to the miami dolphins Mm -hmm. and i'll just go through here and i'll put in the nfc games and i'll put in the random games that don't really factor in with the bills all that much i'll go through and do that right now um but what you'll come to see here is that there's a scenario where if the bills lose and only two games go a certain way the bills would be eliminated from the playoffs what is insane about that is that if the Bills win, they're the two seed. It's not like if they win, they're the seven seed and you're lucky to make it. If they win, they're the, only, they're the top seed without a buy. If they lose, there's a very likely chance they're not in it. And I can't remember or recall a scenario ever that was like that. So here's what, what you'll see here. I'll put in a Dolphins beating the Bills here. And I haven't adjusted yep. these other games. But if you watch, if Seattle, or excuse me, if Pittsburgh beats Baltimore and Jacksonville beats Tennessee, bye-bye Buffalo. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, but how the hell is Pittsburgh going to beat Baltimore? Well, I'll tell you how, because their entire starting the roster host, will be on yeah. the sideline watching the game with the rest of us. Right. Not to say it's a guarantee. We've seen plenty of spoiler-type uh Games in week eighteen where the backups end up winning, we've seen it before. Do you feel good about it? Certainly not. Same situation, um, with Jacksonville, who's already locked up. I believe, or no? Are they already? No, they're fighting for their playoff spot. Yeah, they're fighting yeah, for the division. Exactly. But Tennessee is a team that I don't know if you fully trust, especially if Trevor Lawrence is able to come back. Which there's a possibility right. that he will. Um, do you trust Tennessee? to be able to get that victory. What I'm laying out to you here is if the bills end up losing this game, there was a pretty prominent thought out there that they were still going to get, they they were still going to likely be in. It's looking more and more now, like they're very likely to Mm -hmm. be out. Should they lose that game? Now I'm not gearing up for a letdown, but if you don't think that adds tenfold the tension to this game, This game is everything now. And in fact, this game is essentially a playoff game in week 18, which Rev, it had to have been a month or two ago where we were on together and I I think we were talking about it. And I said, the way that this is going to go down in typical Bills fashion and in typical Dolphins fashion is the Dolphins are going to melt down like they always do. The Mm -hmm. Bills are going to give us every reason in the world to buy back in and it's all going to come down to one game. And that's exactly what's at hand here. And the crazy thing I think of of all of it is that it's against the Miami dolphins where you can just, I don't know how you feel recently, Rev. This is the biggest. I, I don't know if hatred is the right, right word, but when we were rivals growing, or at least when I was growing up with the Pats, the jets, the dolphins, it wasn't rivalries. The bills were fighting to maybe have a winning record. Yeah. This is a whole different ball game and it's become a very animosity-fueled rivalry between not only the fan base but these teams. The Bills have dominated mm-hmm. the Dolphins. The Dolphins know that. The Bills beat the Dolphins in the playoffs last year. Josh Allen is, what, 9-2 and two, all time against these Dolphins. The fan base goes at yeah. it nonstop online. The Dolphins thought they had this thing wrapped up earlier in the year. They blew it. Now it comes down to this. I mean, there's just so much on the line, and that's not even getting into the fact that the Bills' playoff chances themselves are more than likely r- hinging on them winning yeah. this game. Now, as you'll see yeah. here, if I just go in and switch this, I mean, if if the Ravens, who still have a decent, I mean, I still like the Ravens' B team. I mean, that's how good the Ravens are. The Ravens' yeah. B team, without they Lamar, should have been In the wild card. I, they, they, yeah. they, it wasn't for a terrible fumble on the goal line, they do. So that's a possibility. But I don't like to go into the game banking on it. And then the same thing over here as well. If Tennessee beats Jacksonville, then the Bills will be in. They'll swap to the sixth seed. It doesn't matter. As long as the Bills win, they'll be at the, at, at the two seed. Then whoever they play will be determined by how these games shake up. I don't really care yeah. about who they play or what they'll play or where they'll play. They need to get in. They just in. have to win. They and have to win. Today, Rev, and I know you did too. I really thought that the clinch was going to happen. All three yep. teams were favored. All three teams were at home. All three teams were fighting for their playoff lives and it did not go the Bills' way. So there it is, folks, right off the bat. This is what is ahead of us this coming week. This is the biggest week in some time that isn't including an actual playoff game. This is massive. So, Rev, with the knowledge of this, where are you at when you couple what you just saw last week, when you couple what you saw today, but you also couple in what you saw from Miami, including... Mm -hmm. A couple of injuries, one being Bradley Chubb, perhaps their best defensive yeah. player, done. Where are you at right now mentally knowing, okay, Patriots are, game's done. Week 17's done. They didn't clinch. It's on to week 18, and this is what I got in front of me. Where's your mind at when you're thinking about what's ahead of us here?
0: It's it's tough, but because that's why for me personally, this game was so important for the Bills but not just them getting the win. It was how they were going to win. Mm. I, I needed to see the, the, the offense, you know, give us glimpses of, of, of Cowboys game, you know, I mean, of, of, you know, of weeks past. Not like I needed, I needed them to get as far away from that Eastern Stick Chargers escape game um, as possible in order for me to have more and more confidence and hope going into the Miami game week 18. I didn't want to look too far ahead, but I needed that confidence for myself personally. They did not give me that. Because again, for the second straight week, the offense fell completely flat and Josh Allen was the main uh, reason for that. Um, Despite what the defense was doing for them, Josh Allen could not get out of his own way. Him and the offense were atrocious this game. Had it not been for the defense, this team could could have been lost and and our play of hopes would have been done today. And so uh, going into this Miami game, yeah, I'm looking at, okay, Bradley Chubb, you know, that, that was an unfortunate injury. Um, you know, could the Bills? Of course, the Bills could win. We look at the stats and and Josh Allen's, uh, you know, numbers again against, against uh, the Miami Dolphins, and and, and yeah, it's in the, it's in our favor. But at the same time, let's not act like Miami is not doesn't have anything to play for either. I and mean, because even though they've already clinched a spot, you you, you have to know. That they would want nothing more than to keep the Bills out of the playoffs. Understanding the stakes right now for the Bills and just this growing tension between the fan bases and the rivalry right now, you know they would love to kick the Bills out of the playoffs. And so, having that opportunity, you got to believe that they're going to come with it. You, you have, you, I, I, I believe that that Jalen Waddle probably going to be—he's going to return probably. They're probably going to have Jalen Waddle and Raheem Mostert back. So you're going to have. Hill Waddle Mostert back and a Chan. So the offense at least is gonna be intact. Now we can we can talk about the defense of, of, of the Miami Dolphins all, all, all day long. I think we could be in for a shootout, a classic shootout in Miami um in week 18. And it's really it's 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 a flip of a coin right now. It, it really is. It's it's tough to beat the team and to sweep them twice. I mean to sweep them in, in in a season. Um the Bills are gonna have to do that. They're gonna have to come with their A game and come out on fire. Um, against the Miami Dolphins team, who's looking to to end our season next week. So, um, I I I I think that the Bills can win. Will they win? Is a completely different story. I would have felt better had the Bills shown me something offensively today. Now I'm going into next week like, man, it's a it's a flip of the coin. I have no idea. And that's the thing I
1: think is the toughest part about this team. It's the toughest part about Josh Allen. I have no idea what I'm going to get. How I don't even know what I'm going to get from half to half. The first half, Josh Allen was significantly worse than the second half, Josh Allen. I have no idea why sometimes. I have no idea. Sometimes you can just tell by watching his demeanor and his body language out on the field that it's just going to be a day. Today, he did not have his feet set once in the first half. He was all over the place. He was throwing balls low. He was throwing balls high. Nothing was close. The interception he had today was absolutely horrendous. It's the worst interception he's had in weeks. It goes back to, to the week one interceptions. that he had against the New York Jets where there's absolutely no reason to throw that ball. There's nobody open. It's double coverage on a 40 yard uh, seam route to your rookie tight end. Yeah. You don't do that. in that scenario, especially in a game where, you know, points are going to be extremely tough to come by for new England. It's not that I look at this uh, Miami game and think that they can't win, but what I, I know they can win. I mean, they've proven time and time again that they can beat this Miami Dolphins team. That's for sure. But what I do know is there's no possible way it's going to be what it was in week four or whenever they played. It's not going to be 48-20 to again. There's just no no possible way you can run that back. And I don't know what I get from Miami on a weekly basis. I don't know what I get from Buffalo. That's what makes this game so scary is you have no idea what version of what team is going to show up. Are you going to get a Miami Dolphins team that when they're clicking, they're absolutely on fire? Or are you going to get a Miami Dolphins team that today got absolutely Embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I'm talking next level destroyed. And they've done that against the Ravens now, the Bills now. They have lost every meaningful game outside of that Dallas game last week. And I think the more time goes on here, we realize Dallas, they might be the biggest frauds in the lead league. Philadelphia. Wow. Yeah. We want to talk about fraudulent. So I don't even know how big of a victory that was. I don't know who Miami is. I also really don't know who these Buffalo Bills are. As soon as you think they're going to be getting uh, you know, their feet underneath of them stringing positive game after positive game together, yeah. you then go into these two games, which scare you the most for some reason. It's almost like playing right. Easton Stick and Bailey Zappier somehow scarier than playing Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Dak Prescott because they're so susceptible to doing what they've done the last two weeks. And that's mm-hmm. just finding a way to allow these teams to somehow linger mm-hmm. around for the duration of the game. And they almost go out of their way to do everything in their power to do it.
2: It almost makes me
1: feel better about next week, Rev, in a weird way, because it just feels like when they need to turn it on, they do. But it's very concerning that in back-to-back weeks, you had an identical situation where you're Mm -hmm. playing a team where you're 14 point favorites. It's a backup quarterback. They're so injured that you can barely name five players on the starting roster. They're barely able to field an entire team, it seems. I mean, how Bailey's happening today? Yeah. Who the hell was he throwing the ball to at times? I have no idea. And it's somehow a one-score game would felt like through the duration of the football game. And, and if you had your eyes closed the whole time and listened to the broadcast, you would have thought it was 55-3 to three, the way things were going. So right. yeah. part of me is just like, you know what? You got out of there with the win, and there have been plenty of times where they just find a way to lose that. But... You don't nearly have the confidence after these last two weeks that you did after going into Philly and even losing that game, right? You still played ex- extremely well. The way you played against Kansas City, the way you played against Dallas, certainly the way you played against the New York Jets, obviously. I I, I don't know what to make of it, and that's what makes this coming game and what really will be this entire week. Uh, it- it's going to be scary. I mean, I- I'm not going to be getting much sleep at all this yeah. week. I can tell you that just knowing what's around the corner here. It's... uh. It's exactly what I thought this this season would culminate into, because this is the most billsy thing. Where it's going to come down oh, to man. this. Can they can they not do the billsy thing and do everything in their power to get to where they needed to be just to falter? If they go in next week, Rob, I'll tell you this. Yeah. If they go in next week after these last two weeks and they roll oh my God.
2: 48
1: to 20, but I'm talking to you know, a sizable win where it felt like they were the better team all game. Exactly. I'm not going to feel any any sort of way just because I feel like this team constantly is able to step up when needed most. Yeah, but I'm going to feel right. I'm going to feel one way or the other, win or lose next week, depending if they get in or not. I, a lot of next week is going to dictate what I feel about this Buffalo Bills team moving forward.
0: I I couldn't agree with you anymore. I mean, because um, you, you you just you just don't know, and that's 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 what's so bad about it. Like this season, really, you can really just wrap this whole season up into that. Statement. Who are these Buffalo Bills from a week to week? Who are they? You know, and 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 going into next week with this with this type of a game on, on the line, I, I can't answer that question uh, um, with, with 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 confidence. I, I just I just don't know what type of Bills team we're going to see. Um, I would like to believe and and, and expect this Bills team to, to show up, understanding what's at stake and really come out here on fire and, and put these these past couple of weeks um with poor offensive performances you know in the rear view rear view mirror but i i, I just don't know and 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 it and it even pull, uh, plays into this whole narrative like i mean dude, are the bills just playing down to their opponents you know what i'm saying it's like if if you're if you're a championship caliber team, you should not play down to your opponent you know um i i just I never like that you know and and i hate to admit that that is the case, but it seems as though It's being like that, you know, and I need the Bills when they're playing against an inferior team and you got backup quarterbacks and you've got missing players here and there. I need them to look like the superior team, the Buffalo Bills. They have not done that on the past couple of weeks. And so it it gives me some kind of caution. Now, make no mistake about it. I'm not, I'm not hoping for a Bills loss. I'm I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not uh, shaking in my boots or anything like that. I'm not afraid of the Dolphins because the Bills have beaten them before, but just understanding how important this game is. It is gonna have me incredibly nervous all week until the game starts, and and really th- throughout the game, because you have to know about that. That Mike McDaniel, um, like him or, or 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 hate him, you know, he's a corny guy in my opinion. Uh, I'm not really too much of a fan, but but from an X's and O's guy, you have to know that this guy is gonna dial up some stuff, and he's gonna make some adjustments going into this game. It's, it's gonna be a chess match, and it's gonna be to me. I think it's gonna be like the battle of the coaches. I mean, can Sean McDermott out-coach Mike McDaniels in his offense for the second time this year when it's a win-and-in type of scenario. I mean, you know, and, and that's that's still to be determined. We'll have to wait and see.
1: We certainly will. And I'll tell you, I, 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 I'm not I, – I, I didn't lose any confidence going into next week because of today. I'm just wondering what exactly – they are. It feels like every game I'm getting something different. Let's talk about today in particular and what really mm-hmm. stood out. What stood out to me was a couple of things. I thought, one, this was Josh, probably Josh Allen's worst game, or at least one of them, but in my opinion, probably his worst game since week one against the New York Jets. It felt yeah, like he could not do any right for a very long, extended period of time. It also didn't help that there were numerous drops. It also didn't help that the O line was getting destroyed. That's been a big concern of mine the last couple of weeks. The offensive line has been the best it's been in years this year. And all of a sudden, it it hasn't been. He was under pressure every single time he dropped back to throw the ball today. That didn't help. He never seemed to get set. And I think that's why they wound up running him a ton. He had 11 carries today, nearly Mm -hmm. 50 yards, two rushing touchdowns. Um, I, I thought his play today, was about as bad as you're gonna get from him. Now, of course, with that, you're still gonna get some extraordinary plays. He had a couple of throws on the run to extend drives that were phenomenal, but you factor in the interception, you factor in this the fact that he started what? Oh for six and it got up to what, two for ten yeah. at one point. Yeah, it was bad. It's about as bad as it could possibly be. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was all drops or a bunch of BS, I mean, you don't you don't have that type of start to a game if you're dialed in. There's not going to be eight drops. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be eight misreads. I mean, it, it was a lot of him. He was off the mark all of the Yeah, throwing it behind guys, throwing it over guys' heads. I don't know exactly what factors into him being like that with the ability to then go into another game and him being maybe the best quarterback you've ever seen in a, in a particular mm-hmm. game. It blows my it's mind. frustrating. It is. It's frustrating. Yeah. But today that certainly stood out. The one other thing I thought stood out outside of that and the offensive line struggles, which kind of blended into one another because it doesn't, it adds insult to injury when Josh is already off and he's also got a guy breathing down his neck every time he drops Mm -hmm. back. But I also thought this was Joe Brady's poorest performance since he's taken over. I am sick and tired of the constant bubble screen. Like uh, the constant need to go to the bubble screen when they're trying to get wide receivers involved in the game. I don't think it's worked. Once. All the They've tried it every single week. I think today they ran it at least two or three times. They ran it once to cook. It was mm-hmm. dropped. They ran a, they ran one to the left, no dice. I don't, I don't know what that is. All I know is the reason I bring it up. I've seen it once a week. It feels like, and I hate it. But what I did yeah. love, from Joe Brady tonight is he went away from the things we were praising him for in the pregame show today, Rev. They started off knowing, Hey, Allen is not on. They were running the ball pretty well. And all of a sudden it felt like you had gone an extended period of time without seeing James touch the football. And it felt like in this particular game where you knew new England was going to struggle to score, running the ball would be your friend, especially knowing early on, man, Allen does not have it today. Let's stick to the ground. I mean, I'll give him credit. They dialed up a lot for Allen to do on the ground to supplement that. But I had just felt like they weren't going back to the well enough. And there were times like the third and short situation where the Bills mm-hmm. are up 27 to 13. It's third and one. And they bring Latavius Murray in for his first carry of the day when that tush push. Yeah, I hated that. I hate game that. It's little things like that from Joe Brady today that I was confused by because he has been great at sticking with what has been proved to work in a game. Didn't think he did his best job of that today. So you factor that in with a poor performance from Allen, the offensive line getting ravished and all in all, it was a game that was saved by the defense, gifting them Mm -hmm. field position, gifting them points, gifting them a touchdown from Rasul Douglas, the player of the game. Yeah, the offense is lucky that they faced as bad of an offense as they did in the, New, in the New England Patriots today. They're also lucky that the defense capitalized early on. Because as you know, Rev, yeah. a defense, even when they're playing as well as the Bills were, you can only hang on for so long. Exactly. I, you you can shut down a team an entire game. They shut down Bailey Zappi as bad as you can shut down a quarterback for the first quarter and a half. But it's going to get to a point where the offense has got to start pulling their weight, especially... When you're getting mm-hmm. the ball near the red zone and you're kicking field goals instead of putting in touchdowns, they could have erased the kick return right off the bat at Oliver with an ungodly play yeah. for a defensive line and picking that oh, ball off. Gosh. They immediately go three and out. It's the things like that, that concern you going into the playoffs. Cause if you can't take advantage of those situations now, it makes you wonder what is going to be the outcome going into mm-hmm. the playoffs. Similar situations, and they had plenty of opportunity today to do it and to right the wrongs, and they really couldn't do it. They had 20 points rev with about 13 minutes left in the second quarter today, and they finished the game with 27. All around, yeah, yeah. the entire offense, as Rico likes
0: to say, the entire offense. I don't know if you can fit the them all course. on there, but they were on the milk card. Yeah, every every last one of them. It, it was it was so bad, uh, so bad. Like I, I was I was fuming, like you talk about that Ed Oliver play. They couldn't cash in. Um, that, 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 uh, that third and one where they brought in Latavius Murray, I hated that play. Um, yes. the, 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 uh, the tish push was working all day long. I mean, just, just, just get the first down. Don't be cute. You know, don't bring in Latavius Murray. And, and he's, he's been, he's been kind of off, you know, the, the last few weeks anyway. And he, as big as he is, he just kind of runs straight up. It, I just didn't, I just didn't like it. Um, but back to the, like, when I think about the run game, I almost wonder if Joe Brady was like concerned about, about the 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 defense of the Patriots stopping the run up I mean because they have a very good defensive line especially in the interior of the defensive line and the offense just was not get generating any type of push or any type of movement. I saw one play and it seems like the run play is the same exact play over and over and over again where they where they pulled Deion Dawkins around. I mean like like they flip they they flipped James Cook at the last second and then they pulled uh, uh, Deion Dawkins around and then and then James Cook you know follows in behind him. Uh, I saw one play where Deion where they finally got tired of it and they cracked the heck out of Deion and he almost looked like I mean he he got, he got slow, you know, getting up. I thought he was hurt. Um but I th- I think they just kind of they 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 knew what the Bills were going to do running the ball. Um and so that that could have discouraged Brady from running it. And then on top of this, and I will, and I will say this. granted, I mean, he has done a, a remarkable job these past few weeks, you know, um, since he's got the interim job, but let's not forget that Joe Brady is really not calling his own offense. Like he, he, he is doing the best he can with another man's offense. Um, and, and, and could it be that he has maximized Ken Dorsey's offense and, uh, and, and teams are starting to kind of look at it and and figure them out because there's not a whole lot that they've been able to switch up. You know, um, they caught people off guard, but it's like, how much variation can you bring into somebody else's offense? I, I don't know. That's going to be up for Joe Brady the and the rest of his offensive staff to figure out because if you're going into next week and then if you happen to win and get into playoffs, you have to figure out something different because it's going to be all about coaching then. Um, but it, it, all in all, it, it was just a bad, bad performance by the offense. Again, so bad. Uh, Josh Allen. And can, and can we talk about just the lack of help? Granted, Josh was, yeah, was terrible. I wanted to
1: get to next.
0: Josh was terrible. I don't know terrible. what's going on. But But Stefan Diggs is—you don't even know if he's on the team half the last month and a half. It makes me wonder. It makes me wonder. Like, is it? And I and I see some people in the chat, and I've I've kind of questioned within myself. Like, is there something going on with, with Diggs health wise? Is is there an undisclosed injury that he's dealing with? Because he has not been the same for several weeks now, and we can talk about how you know Josh Allen is missing him here and there, but. But even when you look at the snap count, he is his snap counts are are, are dropping uh you know pretty pretty uh, uh remarkably over the past couple of years. I mean he his his snap count percentage percentage has has um paved the way for, for Gabe Davis. Like Gabe Davis has gotten more snap counts um over the past couple of years than Stephon Diggs. It's it's weird. I don't understand what's going on. Joe Brady has talked about like, well, you know, it's just uh, they have kind of like pushed it under the rug, swept it under the rug. I don't know what's going on because we're not getting any answers, and it just brings us more questions. I don't know what's going on with him. Diggs has done absolutely nothing. One, I mean, what 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 is Diggs' numbers? I mean, absolutely nothing. I'm, I'm looking at four fifty-six. So let's talk about what he what's been. Here's Diggs' numbers yeah.
1: since the Cincy game, November fifth. So this is one, two, three, one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven games. 34 yards, 27 yards. His best game, bar none, was against the Eagles, 74 yards. But before that, the two games before that, 34, 27, the 74 immediately after that was 24, 48, 29, and 26. I mean, in that chunk of games, in eight games, he's got one, two, three, four games. With less than 30 yards. And in all of those games, but one rev, five, or excuse me, all of those games, but one five or less catches. And there were games mm-hmm. earlier in the season, if you go back when he started the year 10, 7, 8, 8, 10. I understand you got to adapt. And frankly, it doesn't bother me a ton because they've been winning. But the trend is too crazy to ignore at this
0: point. Yeah, it really is. I'm
1: starting to wonder what the reasoning is behind it because he's way too good to be putting up numbers that are of... I I, I mean, you fill in the blank. Khalil Shakir is, is more of an impact on this offense right now in the past yeah. game. than Stephon Diggs. Yeah. And that is not a mm-hmm. one-off. We are talking about a solid month here where Diggs... This, I mean, this is the last five games. They're, what, one... Yeah, Yeah. right? One, two, four games. Last four games, Rev, five catches or less, under 50 yards. Three of those four games, under 30 yards. That's a month of football. That's a quarter of the season. There's got to be a reason behind it. Now, I understand, and Joe Brady makes a good point. I understand this. Diggs is such a good receiver and such a respected receiver. He does command enough Mm -hmm. of your defense to be able to open things up. But that's not why you have him on the team especially when you don't have anybody else near the caliber yeah. of him. You really don't have a solidified wide receiver to at all. This is awfully concerning. And I think it's factoring into the way Allen plays. Sometimes got to be tough to be confident back there. Got to be tough feeling your best when not only the offensive lines getting ran over, but your top receiver has been on a milk carton himself for the better half of, uh, of the last month. Back to back to back to back. It's uh, it's weird. And you couple that in, Reb, with the fact that Gabe Davis has had numerous games in that stint with zero catches. I got to tell you, the one yeah. thing that makes you feel better about it is with the loss of these guys putting up numbers. The run game has certainly stepped up. Not so much today, mm-hmm. but I mean, man, the last month yeah. and a half, the run game that might be the best run game the Bills have displayed since LaShawn McCoy was on the team. Yeah, the and beyond that, we know James Cook just eclipsed a thousand yards today, but um there just seems to be something weird and i don't know exactly the reason i don't know if it's an injury i don't
0: know if it's the scheme i don't know i, I don't know it it's 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 strange because i mean i'm looking at diggs's numbers from last year and uh, going back i mean i i can just go back i'm not even going to include just the playoff games but but there there hasn't been a stretch all year last year where diggs has been, has has performed like this i mean i'm going back let's see uh I'm going, I'm going back to the, to the New England game uh, last year uh, to, to close out the season. Week 18, Diggs 104 yards. Before then against against Chicago, okay, he had 26 yards. Before then, 60, uh, 37, 92, 77, 48. But that's it. Everything else has been 100 yards, 90 yards, 60-plus, 70-plus. Like, even last year. So, I see some people talking about, well, well Diggs is getting doubled. Well, Diggs was getting doubled last year. Like, like Diggs was getting – he's been getting doubled. So, what's, what's the difference this year as opposed to last year? Last year – was a full year with ken dorsey so like i i don't understand and 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 here's the thing also like like last year everybody knew it was josh allen and Diggs. like there was there was really nothing else so it's either stop digs and, and you stop the offense or not and they still couldn't do it so it's 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 it has me so puzzled right now about about digs where i just can't find the answer and it makes me wonder, like, did did thirty really do that working number on Diggs? Like, you know, we hear about receivers when they turn thirty, and and thirty is a magic number when they start to kind of decline. I mean, he just turned thirty. Uh, what like this, like late November? Is, is, is are we starting to see a decline from Diggs? Uh, is he, it, is he it something the else?
1: sort of his career that he ever had in his career early in the year. That's the weird thing. I, I mean, remember yeah. that, that that stint there where he had what five consecutive hundred yard games, just dominating. I understand I don't, I don't a the decrease in production with the increase in James Cook's role in this in this offense and their ability to run the ball. But when I'm seeing five or six games on the ledger here with less than thirty yards, that's beyond yeah. being supplemented by the run game. There's something more to it.
0: Like He's not separating the same way he used to. Like, I don't know. It's maybe I'm looking too far into it. Maybe I'm just being over analytical. Dropping passes, uncharacteristic. I'll tell you what the what I think the problem is. I think I think I figured it out, Bob. It, it, it's the cornrows. It's the cornrows. I know you were when saying did, yeah, one. I mean, just like you know, when Josh Allen well, I know, got the haircut, yeah, I was say the hair. We, yeah, we, we're right. like, like Josh with the with the shag, and you know, and the, and the long hair. No, forget that. Josh cut your hair, and it, so, as soon as he did he did that, offense was different. Josh looked different. Diggs going back to going to the cornrows for the first time. He just hasn't. He hasn't been the same. I, I think we need to see Afro Digs. I think that's what it is. Somebody needs to tell him to get rid of the cornrows, go back to Afro, and maybe we'll see the Stephon Diggs of old. I, I don't know. I'm just – I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, now, I, I want I'm, to give I'm, credit
1: where it's due because this New England Patriots defense, and we talked about it before the game even started. I mean, they were going to be the reason this game was going to be close. Funny enough, Rev – the game started almost identical to how it started last week for these new England Patriots against the Broncos. We talked about this first play of the game for them. Offensively turnover red zone, yeah. give the opposing team and the defense shuts them down. And if the bills score a touchdown there, I mean, maybe that game gets blown open beyond proportion and the, and the, the Patriots are never able to get back into it the way that they did. But I factor in the way the Patriots defense played against the bills has played against the bills and how, how they play against everybody. They're a great defense, but last week Rev, the chargers might have the worst pass defense in the league outside of maybe Philly and Stefan Diggs, yeah. the exact same stat line. So in his particular circumstance, it's, I don't know what the factor is. It's certainly not just because the Patriots defense is great. That had a lot to do with the bills, not being able to do a whole lot else today, I think, but yeah, it just felt like today, Joe Brady did not have the uh, you know the extra card in his deck to throw at New England when they were constantly getting after Allen, constantly creating mm-hmm. uncomfortable situations for him. Let's talk about how they scored their points today, because if you look at well, it, well, I'll tell you. Yeah,
0: yeah. go ahead. I was going to say uh, before you, yeah, before you got into it, I, I think. They need to they they need to figure out how to get Khalil Shakir more involved. I in the agree I really because it seems like every time they finally get him involved, he produces all the time. I don't he know what it is. Catches he catches everything, balls behind. him. it, it doesn't matter, and he has the, the 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 yak, the yards after after the catch. Um, get him involved more, and I think that may open it up. I mean, use him more in that that underneath slot. Cole Beasley role, figure something out with Khalil Shakir. But uh, uh, I just thought that I needed to, to say that because he's been playing very well any, anytime he gets his, his chances.
1: I got to tell you, reverend I'm actually shocked Allen was only sacked once today. I mean, uh, credit to him for getting rid of it. It felt like it was way more than that. But this stat line, there should never be a time where Allen's going 15 of 30. Look at his passer rating. It's, it's atrocious. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it, you look at Bailey Zappi's stat line right to the left of it, it's, it's basically identical outside of the interceptions. The biggest difference in this game and the reason the Bills won it, everything was identical or even favoring New England in this game but the turnover margin. You're not going to win a game when you're that bad and you have four turnovers yeah. to the Bills won. That's what it was. However, yeah. that was supplemented a bit by the kick return. That was their mm-hmm. turnover, so to speak. But if you mm-hmm. look at how the Bills scored their points today, because you're looking at 27, right? And you're going to sign up for 27 most games, especially the yeah. way things have been lately. I mean, you look at what the Chiefs are recently. They can barely crack 21 points. You're looking at some of these teams in the league that have high-powered offense when they're clicking, but then all of a sudden you yeah. got to, you know, you got a team like the Miami Dolphins when they face a good defense, they get absolutely shut down. Same thing with the Dallas Cowboys, whatever. Um, you're going to sign up for 27 the majority of the time. But the Bills didn't get a respectable 27, in my opinion, today. They didn't really have a true 27. Because if you look at what unfolded, the Bills immediately go down 7 nothing. Yeah. And they are gifted. Now, I don't even want to say gifted because it was an extraordinary play. But, God, I don't know what the hell Bailey Zappi was doing. He just ripped it. He just threw it wherever he could get rid of it.
3: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. done
1: tipped up and, and yeah i mean Ed oliver by the way i, I yeah. if i had a, if a team mvp over the last month him and rasul douglas can split it down the middle and take a piece home yeah. to their families those two yep. off the charts and how about you know just just a sidebar that oliver a guy not sure if everybody wanted to pay him in this offseason worth every cent rasul douglas you sign him off the street and you're like what even is this mm. you can give that guy a uh, blank check next year for all i care players on this entire defense bar none since the day he came on here but no, i agree circling back to the offense they get that interception
0: from Matt oliver and it's an oh, immediate whoa, whoa. Go, go back go 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 back go back but because I go back after the uh after the return kick the first offensive three now immediate three and, punt. Punt. and immediate speaking of punt by the way don't let this go
1: underrated sam martin today absolutely brilliant brilliant Final. job yeah. by him today Special yeah, teams has been job. an underrated problem for this team throughout the year. I mean, it was a problem today right yeah, off the bat. But Sam job. Martin, man, I mean, he was punting like his life was dependent on it today. And when you're backing up was. a quarterback like yeah. Bailey Zappi to his own goal line, when yeah. Allen's playing this way, I can't stress enough how much that factored into you know, the game going the way it did. But absolutely, you had the Tyler Bass field goal off of that poor start where they ended up punting. But if we're just looking at the scoring drives, the touchdown that they got was immediately off the other pick. And that was when mm-hmm. they were running the ball, the best rep, they were running the ball with some, some real, you know, fierceness in that drive. And they capped it off with a tush push touchdown. The one positive I'll say I, that I take away the most from this offense today, that tush push looked better than Phillies all day long. That was unstoppable. They were getting they like Philly type yardage on it, like two, three yeah. yards. That's what made that Latavius yeah. Murray run. That's why that really stood out to me the most today, by the way, as the biggest indictment on Joe Brady. I don't even know necessarily how bad of a day Joe Brady's day was. That made it a bad day to me. I hated mm-hmm. that play yeah. call and that switched the game. If the Bills get going to first down there, I don't know if the Patriots end up scoring again. It completely changed yeah. all game. But anyway, you move on after that touchdown where they were set up in their own territory in Patriots territory, they run the ball most exclusively. Another field goal. And then they don't score again offensively until the third quarter, which they came out and you're thinking, where was this all game? They come out of half. Allen's Mm -hmm. dead on target. They're slinging it all over the field. Dalton Kincaid has that massive catch down the field. They walk into the end zone. They didn't do that once before that. They didn't do that once after it. Their only other touchdown, of course, was Rasul Douglas's on the pick six. Unbelievable game from him today. Two interceptions, a fumble recovery, and that touchdown. But as I said earlier, Rev, when he got that pick six, that put the Bills at 20 points with 13 minutes left in the second quarter. And they finished with 27. So you look at that 27 point
0: total for the Bills, and
1: that is not a
0: respectable 27 today at all. No, completely. I mean, a- after that, after that, that uh that touchdown drive, you know, coming out of the half, it, they, the Bills went punt punt in game. Yes. It was, it was, it was abysmal performance by the offense. That's why it's exactly why you really have to look at how the bills score their points. You can't just look at the score and then say, Hey, well, the bills did a good job. No, it was, it was bad. It, it was really it was bad. bad. It was bad on offense. And and so like, you, I have a lot of questions. I mean, about, the, about this, about this offense. I mean, granted, I mean, you, you, you could expect Bill Belichick, right? So Bill Belichick coach defense, Kyle Duggar was back, you know, I mean, uh, coming off of his, his illness. You knew that they were going to play tough. But when the Bills were gifted, not just the turnovers, but the field position in which they got those turnovers. That's the key. That's the key. Yeah. That's the, they were gifted incredible field. Can you imagine had that had they had those turnovers and they had to march down the field? We, I mean, we could be talking about a completely different game here.
1: What I will give them credit for, and they have been good at this almost all year long. No matter how bad they seem to be playing throughout the game, they find a way to end the game pretty damn well every single time. You can't lie to yourself, Rev. Even though that's Bailey damn zappy on the other side of the field, you didn't <laughs> want to give them the damn ball back. I know I didn't. The Bills no, of got course the ball don't. back with five minutes left in that game and the Patriots never saw it again. That yeah. to me, tip of the cap. I was definitely impressed with the way that they finished that game out, but the way that they finished it out was kind of what made me upset about what I didn't see earlier on in the game where they were sticking to going up through the short. They they were sticking to short routes that weren't bubble screens. They were getting guys open in the flat, moving the ball that way. And then they were running the ball, tic-tac-toeing, moving the clock or moving the sticks. And they were also able to get the first downs to end the game. I was mm-hmm. convinced there was going to be multiple times where they wouldn't get the first down. They were going to have to settle for the field goal. And you, you leave it open that way. Even though you're still up two scores, there's a potential for Bass to miss it. You have no idea. You just want to end the game with the ball in your hands.
0: Yeah. So I'll give them yeah. the credit
1: there. That's the weird thing about them. It's the weird thing about Josh Allen. Frankly, it's the weirdest thing about this team. They will do nothing. They will do nothing. They will look terrible. Then they will come out of the half and have that eight-play, 75-yard drive where everything's working. Allen looks like he's on fire. They won't do it again. And then they'll end the game strong almost every time. So I I don't know. I don't know. All I know today is, Rev, I'm glad we're sitting here kind of... The reason we're doing this, and I stress this, everybody knows on my show how much I've stressed this over the last couple weeks. I said, I'm not going to sit here and pick apart victories when the Bills are in no position to pass up on a wins-a-win type game. Yeah, for sure. It's different now. Next week's the playoffs. I don't care if it's week 18. Next week's the playoffs. Yeah, And it's beyond that to me. I want this AFC East Championship more than I've ever wanted one in my life. Badly. To be able to steal that from those Dolphins would make my entire year, and we're not even – we're about to be – J- just kissing the beginning of 2024 in a couple hours here. That would already yeah. make yeah. my whole year. I could have the shittiest year ever coming up here. That would be the best part of my year. I don't care what the hell I, I can I could win the lottery and that could be the best part of my year. So yeah. that's why we're sitting here doing this. It's no longer, all right, now we just got to go beat the Charters. Now we got to go get the, beat the Patriots, right? No, now it's it, it's it's that time now. It's yeah. that time now. Yeah. And now we're sitting here. And we wouldn't be doing this. And this is why I was, I was way more lenient last week as I think you were as well. They had just put together a damn great performance against Philly despite a loss, a damn mm-hmm. great performance against the Jets, a damn great gritty performance against the Chiefs. Now, I know there were their ups and downs in all of these games, but we're talking about games that were essentially playoff games for these Bills. And they mm-hmm. found a way with every game and the majority of them, they were playing their best football of the year. And then you top that off with one of the most embarrassing losses the Dallas Cowboys have had in their franchise history, a hundred yeah. total yards of offense was sickeningly embarrassing. Right. So the reason I'm talking, the, I mean, the reason we're talking the way we are now last week, I was a bit more leaning because I'm thinking, you know, it's got that classic trap game written all over it. Mm-hmm. Chargers just fire their GM and their coach. They might have that. You yeah. Know, they're that, getting a boost resurgence that everybody seems to get from that. They got nothing to lose. The Bills got to go all the way out to LA. They're coming yeah. off of a huge dominant win. There was none of that at hand today, Rev you're at home. You had all the momentum, you had all the uh, yeah. motivation in the world, knowing that this team had one of their four wins at your expense. Had you a won that game, which you should have, you wouldn't be in this mess to begin with. And they didn't come out and play like they had that inspiration at all. And that to me is what's most concerning. They backed up last week's mm-hmm. performance, or I sort of excused it to some degree and pretty much put together the same one.
0: Yeah. I, it, it's, you, you don't, you, this is, you don't want to see this right, right now. Now, not right now. I mean, because if if you, if you're of the belief that momentum is important going into the playoffs or going into a crucial game that, 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 that you need to win to get in the playoffs, you would want that kind of a mo- that momentum game going into that game. Right. But the bills didn't get that Yeah, They got the win, but it's how they got it. I guess it kind of, you know, leaves a, a, a little bit, you know, you know, t- just, just left to be desired. Now, I will say this. On the flip side, though, even though we didn't see the offensive performance that we wanted to see, I think what we can glean from this game and really the last two weeks, regardless of how they won it, it's a different approach to how they win these games. It's, You know, earlier in the season, we would have seen Sean McDermott coaching bad late in the games. And these Buffalo Bills would have lost those games. They did lose those games. But now with their backs against the wall, it doesn't matter. You're going against Easton Stick, you know, cross-country trip on a short week in L.A. against the Targets team that just fired their head coach and you've got that juice from them. They won the game at the end. It didn't matter. It was ugly. It was gritty. But they came out on top. Going back home in another must-win game against a divisional opponent who beat you guys, who beat them earlier in the year, uh, week seven um, against a, a different, a, di- a different team with like we talked about earlier with with uh, Bill Belichick coaching and, and and probably one of his last games, you know, and, and just the juice that we're going to get from them, Bailey Zappi, a new quarterback. The Bills found a way to win, so I think we can we can get that that this Bills team seems to be a resilient bunch, no matter what it looks like, they can find a way to win. And that is something that you can't take away from them. And it's something that I'm not going to take away from them because if they get in the playoffs and say, you know, wild card game, whoever, whoever, I mean, let's just say it just happens to be, they go to Kansas city and they win a greedy game like this. Are we talking about, man, but the Josh Allen, offense looked abysmal. Josh was 15 of 30. Again, he had a horrible game, but the defense showed up and they, but they won. Are we really talking about the offense? Or are we talking about, man, look, hey, great win. It didn't matter how he got it as long as the Bills won, right? So it's it's, it's that, I think, is, is what you can take. And I think that is something that the Bills can take with them going forward is that they know how to win gritty games of late. And I think that is going to be the key to getting them over the hump next week and hopefully going forward into the playoffs.
1: No, I'm all about that, too, especially because, because of the scenarios earlier in the year that unfolded where they did not end up getting those games. And the ones that they did get, they weren't like this where they were running the ball out on their own terms. You know, like last week, yes, the Chargers get the ball back, but Ed Oliver ended that yeah. real quick. The Chiefs yeah. game, yes, they got the offsides, but we, we as we beat into the ground, they had a full set of downs after that to go and get into field goal range and the defense shut them down. This yeah. week the Bills had about six minutes on the clock. They ran it all the way down to the end. So I a hundred percent agree with you. I a hundred percent agree with you to the fact that hey, a win's a win. That's all I wanted today. Did I want to see a bit more? Obviously, especially the way the last game went against these guys. But we talked about it. You knew you were going to get Belichick's best crack. Bailey Zappi really hasn't been playing terrible football, so to speak. I mean, that Pittsburgh Steelers team that just beat the shit out of the Cincinnati Bengals last week that put up almost 500 all-purpose yards today against Seattle. They beat them. They beat Denver last week. Right, mm-hmm. So we knew what this was going to be. What was disheartening the most is it was just Allen's performance to me that was the yeah. most disheartening because a lot of that seems like it's not being inflicted upon him from the opponent. A lot of it just seems like there's times where he's just out of it. I mean, he even said to yeah. a reporter after the game that he was just throwing the ball terrible today. I mean, he knew it. He knows it. Yeah. How could he not? But the reason right. is why and, and how. There are times where I'll just see him He will not set his feet. He's almost falling backwards as he's throwing the ball. Mm -hmm. And the one other thing too, I've noticed is a lot of times every single throw has all of his arm power behind it, no matter what, when it doesn't need it. And I feel like at times that ends up screwing with the accuracy a little bit. I have no idea. I just know that if we can get the best version of Allen that we've seen, I mean, this defense right now is extraordinary. That's the one really thing you is. can in this yeah. game. I mean, I know we sit and harp on the offense because that's the thing to do, and that's always going to be the most concerning element, and it was concerning today. But my God, this defense is and has been extraordinary, and they're getting healthier. I mean, Micah Hyde back in the lineup today, that huge hit he had in the open yeah. field, yep, that yep. was awesome. Daquan Pat Jones back, of course, yep. Epinesa had a couple he of he great plays good. today. He sure yeah. did. Dequan and then at really Oliver, I don't know anybody maybe playing better defense single-handedly than an Oliver is currently right now. So this defense is damn good enough to beat anybody. And if they just yeah. don't shoot themselves in the foot in late in games like they had, that's right. what made me so happy about the end of that Chiefs game and the end of that Chargers game. Those were games where McDermott would say, hey, guys, prevent time, let, let them go down. and they Right, right, exactly. Right, yeah. So you mix together the recent ability to get rid of the late game implosions defensively and you collectively look at their body of work throughout the game, which more or less almost every game this year has been pretty damn good. If Allen can go into next week and then take into the playoffs, even I'm not even talking the games like we got against the Chiefs in the 13 second game or the perfect Patriots game. Those are like one off all time games. I'm just talking about the games like, you know, that we got, against the Jets, for instance, a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks ago, or the game against Kansas City, where he's not going, he's not lighting it up, going crazy, but he's not necessarily playing visibly bad football. When Allen's playing visibly bad football, it hurts this team. For Mm -hmm. instance, today, when there's that interception, right? I constantly stick up for Allen on the interceptions because I think last week's a good example. He has a, a, a pick last week. But if he doesn't throw the pick, do you get the amazing throw to Shakir at the end of the game that ends up winning it for him? He makes those type of throws. Sometimes they go their, your way. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. The problem is when you're in a game like today where there isn't really any good coming out of the, those type of throws and you mix with that terrible throw that was just so yeah, unnecessary just, in the moment, compounds. that's what hurts yeah. this team.
0: Yeah. It, uh, it, just, it just compounds it. And you want to see better from Josh because, because we know that he's better right i mean we we know that josh when he is 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 playing his 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 game there's very few that can compete with josh on his a game i mean you can count them on on, on a few fingers right yeah. and so it's it's like you you want to see josh be consistent because if josh is consistently um playing at his best the bills trounce anybody and but the the, the way the bills lose is not because they're getting beaten by other teams necessarily. It's because they're getting beaten by themselves. They're having, you know, penalties, you know, or Josh is just having a bad game. And so you're like, if we can just get rid of that, get rid of the penalties or get rid of just Josh's bad performances, these bills teams would walk through anybody. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that that's what you want to see out of Josh and we, and we expect it. I, I think, you know, he, he's going to work on some things. I think I heard him say that, you know, um, he has some things that he knows he has to work on in the off season. Um, yes. and, and, and I believe that it, I think it goes, I think it's going to go back to his, to his fundamentals, man, his footwork and all that kind of stuff. I think he's, I think he may have gotten away from some of it, you know, um, over the past, you know, a couple of years, I, I don't know how much work he's been doing with, with, with Palmer, you know, in the off season, but regardless, I, I think, I think Josh, he's, he's his own worst critic and he's going to look back over this year, um, no matter where the bills go. And he's going to, he's going to work on it. And I expect to see his best. Um, going forward, but, but this year, man, we just have to ride with it and and just go with it and and but the encouraging thing is that we have a defense now that's that's putting up um on the end of games. I mean, when's the last time we could say that, right? because there's been times when we' just like, oh my gosh, the defense has to make a stop at the end of the game, and we don't have any faith in this defense to do it. we seen i mean, we saw we saw Mac Jones do it against the bills, march down the field against the Buffalo Bills defense. But now it's like this team is, is finding a way to win on the backs of the defense, which, I mean, I, I guess it can go back to the old adage, you know, offense scores points, but defenses win championships. So if, if we can get this defense and carry it forward and this defense can keep them close and be opportunistic, they're always going to keep this Bills team in these games.
1: couple of good points that I wanted to bring up from the comments, because I think that they both kind of coincide with each other in a way that you might not necessarily think of right out of the, you know, right right off the, the, the first impression. So uh, I was talking earlier about how you take the good with the bad with Allen. You'll get the picks, but you'll get some great throws to go with it. And it almost washes out. And Huck Music's coming in. You're saying Josh had some big throws today. Yeah, he certainly did. He had that amazing throw late in the game on third down near their own goal line where he was scrambling to the right, got it off first down. I forget who it was to. I believe it might have been to Kincaid. Oh, was, uh, was it Diggs?
0: Uh, well, I yeah. one wanted yeah. the end. Yeah, the yeah. I think it was like a thirty-nine. Okay, something like that. The, yeah, yeah. The great throw, obviously, out of half to
1: Kincaid. What yeah. I wanted to reference, though, is this is all true, but here's how you know when Allen's having a bad game, and when you know you're gonna, you're scared to see what he's gonna do next. And it's what my man Hill Slayer brought up when he mentions the two fumbles. They were egregious oh, decisions. Yeah from a veteran quarterback of his stature. You are falling to the ground on a QB yep. sneak type game, uh, play. You are li- literally on your way to the ground, wrapped up by a defender, and you're looking for a pitch. This isn't the Super Bowl, and this isn't a 40 to uh, 45 shootout. You're playing Bailey Zappi in the New England Patriots. Fall down and take your next rep when you get it. That's yeah. when you know right here, the, those are the moments. And we saw it in the Jets game week one, when, you know, Allen's pressing really hard. And the question is mm-hmm. why there was no reason to be doing that today. Is it because they got the ball on the interception early on and didn't score? And now he's trying to compensate for it. I have no idea, but you don't see him do this every week. This is what I'm getting at. It's the games like today where you have those decisions And you also take into consideration the interception he threw. He wasn't under a ton of pressure, and it was double coverage deep down the field to a tight end for an up-for-grabs ball. A terrible decision. decision. This is what I'm getting at. There's these games where Allen will just compound bad decision after bad decision, and it entirely outweighs the good. Games like last week where he has a bad interception – it's either offset or outweighed by the positives. How he's able to correct it? It just felt like today there was a mm-hmm. majority of a lot of pressing and a lot of uncertainty in his decision making and his throwing, and that resulted in the stat line, and ultimately that res- resulted in the score uh, in the score sheet based on what the offense was able to put up on the scoreboard themselves.
2: And yeah, you know he, he doesn't does. throw
1: touchdown today either as well, which, not that that's a, you know the biggest concern in the world, but it just felt like today in general. And I, I think the other key too, rev that I noticed, there's a reason he ran the ball 11 times today. It felt like mm-hmm. Joe Brady was trying to get to a point where he's like, we got to find a different way to get him going here. I don't think he runs the ball 11 times. If he doesn't start out, what? 0 for six, two for 10. No Does he six, run yeah. the ball eleven yeah. times? If that's the case, there were numerous factors at hand today. Little clues that you could pick up on to see it just wasn't his day.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, he was just, he was just off, man. And and Brady was doing his best trying to get him in the game and try to get him out of that funk. It it just wasn't happening. I mean, no matter what what he tried to do, it just was not working. Um, and so, I mean, chalk it up to just just a poor game. Hopefully, this is not going to make you know three straight games like this. Hopefully, it's not a trend you know um because you definitely don't want that kind of a trend going into a a win or or go home type of a scenario next week um or even into the playoffs if they do manage to win next week and get in so uh it's it's like you have to look at, at 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 the good that Josh does and and just hope that that uh that he can he can harness that again and, and go forward because he's that type of a player where you just know all right man if if Josh if Josh can just figure it out we're going to be just fine. And so that's kind of where I'm trying to be right now.
1: I also look around the league and every one of these teams outside of maybe, I mean, I can't even say outside of San Fran. They did it last week against Baltimore and Baltimore did it a couple of times this year. I mean, they got destroyed in a couple of games this season where it came out of nowhere. Every team this year has looked like this to some degree at some point. I just look at the Bills, and I know if they get in, they got as good a chance as anybody. All of these teams have their deficiencies yeah. and their flaws, every single one of them. So they just got to be able to get in. And I think next week, I know, I mean, it's a terrifying premise, what's at hand. But when you look at what's factored in on the Miami side and what they've been able to do to Miami under Josh Allen, mm-hmm. I, think they're, I think we're we are piling on our own fears because of the amount at risk as well as what we saw the last two weeks. But I think if we were to base it on what we've seen from the sample size, that includes the team we're playing, we should be confident in their ability to go and get it done. So let's talk about that game, Rev. as we move on, I want to talk about next week and looking at Miami, they're banged up Tua got a little bit banged up today. So did Josh Allen, but he would come out and say it was more of a stinger. It felt a little weird but he's more yeah. than fine. That's good to hear, because the way he was moving after that hit, it kind of had me feeling a little uncomfortable. He's not the type of guy yeah. that's going to visibly show you that he's totally hurt. So when you see him right. moving at all a little bit, it kind of is concerning, but he looks to be okay. Anyhow, the The Dolphins are ravished with injuries. They lose, they lose Bradley Chubb today. Xavier Howard goes down with an injury. Tyree Kills seemed to re-aggravate his leg today at certain times. There was a point in the, in the game where he – um kind of hobbled off the field, took his helmet off, and was limping pretty significantly. Jalen Waddell didn't play today. Raheem mm-hmm. Mostert didn't play today, and that's not including a litany of other uh, injuries that this Dolphins team is facing. I mean, this team is banged up. They got their ass handed to them today, and when you look at any meaningful game that, that the Dolphins have played this year outside of last week against Dallas, where they still, mind you, only scored one touchdown in that ball game. And we were able to win. Yeah. Dallas fumbles on their own one yard line. It was a mess. They have lost to the Chiefs without scoring a point in the second half. They lost 48 to 20 to the Buffalo Bills. They lose 56 to 19 today against the Baltimore Ravens. I understand that we have our trepidations and we should because we're Bills fans. And of course, we're going to have them. Doesn't matter who we're playing. Hell, I had them up until the last minute today against Bailey Zappi. But these yeah. Dolphins have proven time and time again that they're going to show you who they are. And they have done their fair share of proving that against these Buffalo Bills. I, I'm telling you, Rev, it's almost the spot that, that sets up right for the Bills, as crazy as it sounds. Have not played any team better under Josh Allen than the Miami Dolphins.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, this is this is this is ripe for for the Bills. Um, they have this history with them, and we know the record that Josh Allen has against these dolphins. Um, and so that, that gives you, that gives you room for, 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 you know, just, just to be encouraged and, and to be confident going into this game. And, um, uh, you have to like the Bills chances. I mean, um, we saw what they did, you know, early this year, week three, 48 to 20 victory. The Dolphins, they haven't, you know, done well at all, all season against teams with winning records. We've seen that and, and they've gotten just demolished by, 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 uh, superior teams, um, and so, yeah, you like you like the Bills' chances. I, I think going into in, into next week, if as long as as long as the Bills can correct their wrongs, uh, you know, offensively, um, they should handle business again against the Dolphins, who are decimated by injury. I mean, completely decimated. They, I mean, losing guys like that. I mean, at least you, at least you, we've known that under uh, that, that you know uh, they 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 have a respectable defense. But now, I mean, when you when you've when you when you've already lost you know, Phillips, and then now you've possibly lost um, Bradley Chubb. I don't know if they they have um, word that if he's
1: out. He's going to be done. He's going to be
0: done. He's done. Okay. And so, yeah, so so you've got him out too. So you have to like the chances. You hope. Right. Sorry, I just Uh double-checked. I'm stunned.
1: So (laughs) the Bills opened up as a one-point favorite. Right when the game ended today, they are up yes. to a three-point favorite right now on the road in Miami next week. It has gone up. Wow. It has tripled since about 4 p.m. this afternoon. The bills on the wow. road on the road are a three-point favorite on Sunday Rev. You hear that yeah. right now, your initial thoughts, knowing the bills are the favorites.
0: In this particular situation, in my in my in Miami, which is which is crazy, I I think you know it makes me wonder if 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 um the injuries you know that that the Dolphins have sustained, coupled with the way they got beat down today, um has has played a factor into it, um and then they're probably looking at at the last time this team matched up against each other. I mean, the Bills you know waxed them, and so I mean normally you know you get that you get that three point bump from the home team, but but to see the Dolphins. You know, as as three point underdogs oh, at home. That's 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 remarkable, man. That 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 is that is remarkable. Um I don't I don't I don't know what to think about that. What what are your thoughts?
1: Did you cut out? By, by the way, my bad. I apologize. A- yeah, I apologize. The Internet, like it's never OK. Gonna- I was like i forever and all of a sudden it's being real weird tonight. Uh, I, I, I didn't I didn't yeah. hear what you said. I'm sorry you were talking. Yeah, about no, the-
0: I, no, I, I was I was just saying that I, I was kind of shocked by the fact that that the Dolphins are, uh, you know, are, are underdogs like that. And and um uh, I wondered if it had to do with with the injuries that, that were sustained to the Dolphins. That's Plus what I was with, 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 with the way they got beat down today. I mean, you know, I think that has a lot to do with it. And they are probably looking at, OK, well, the Bills won't play like that, you know, next week. And so the Bills should be favored going into this game. Plus, with the way, you know, Josh Allen has really owned this team, you know, over the past several years um, could play a factor into that. But I'm actually kind of kind of surprised by it. What are, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm looking around as well, just kind of taking
1: into consideration what's at the landscape uh, surrounding the Bills next week. I'm looking at that Pittsburgh-Baltimore game. So just to show you how this is going to be viewed, Pittsburgh is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against Baltimore. So that's telling you Baltimore is not going to play anybody next week. We all know that because they locked it up, but that there, there's not going to be any help coming your way in that game. Certainly. And Jacksonville also a three and a half point favorite. So the way I look at it, I completely understand it. The bills beat them 48 to 20 earlier in the year and did whatever they wanted with them on offense. And were also toying with Tua defensively. They're also going to this game, looking to beat them for what the fourth consecutive time. They're already on a three game win streak against these guys. Yeah. Nine and two. Uh, under Josh Allen. And this is a Miami team that not only is now decimated with injuries, but it's also a team that has lately seemed like they have gotten away from what they're best at. It felt like Miami was really good at, at least offensively, staying in games and being competitive that way. It felt like, their offense as of late has not had the consistency and you factor in two of his turnovers. He had two terrible interceptions today. I look at how the bills have defended him. What they've done is what works against him almost every time. And you got to wonder if Mike McDaniel is going to have a counter to it this time around because they have not Yeah. If right. you get pressure on him and take away his first read, he turns into, I mean, essentially a jugs machine. Average, yeah. Yeah. Easy. The Bills have done an extraordinary job of that. They've also done a great job of mitigating Tyreek Hill's impact on the game. And Jalen Waddell has had these spurts lately where he'll just have like one catch and not do much. Against the Bills, Mm -hmm. I've noticed Jalen Waddell has been the primary feature because the Bills really do find a way to take uh, Tyreek Hill out of the game. Yeah, I just wonder what Miami's strategy is going into this that differentiates from all the other games they've played this year that are similar, where they've come up short every single time, except for Dallas, where we've learned. I mean, I don't know how you feel about Dallas. I I, I think Dallas is, is an absolute uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. They mm-hmm. they scare nobody. And that's yep. got nothing to do with what the bills did to them. They should have lost last night. They yep. should, they, 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 every game that they've gotten into, Similar to the Dolphins game, or similar to this Dolphins team, it's the exact same thing. And what do you know when those two went off against each other? It was, the, it was, it was literally like uh, like playing each other in the mirror. Yeah. It, it, the game wound up being, what, 22-20. to 20. Both teams looked mediocre at best, and it really came down at the end to who wanted it less, who was going to make the mistake, the additional mistake, and it wound up being Dallas that game who did that. So I'm looking at the collective body of work, and yes, Miami is 11-6, and six, and yes, I give them credit, and I have all year for them beating up on the teams that they should. The Bills do not do that nearly to the caliber Miami does. But when I'm looking at this spread, and I'm looking at the history of I it, mean, and this is, and we were even talking about this before I saw the spread, when I was saying there's more reason for us to be confident going into this game than there is otherwise, it does yeah. make sense to me. It, it actually mm-hmm. does. Now, I don't want to adopt that mindset, though, Rev, because I'm scared shitless. I can't lie. <laughs> I don't care if the Bills were playing my JV Pop Warner team this week. I'd be scared. Because this is yeah. – uh, you got to think about what we've been going through as fans the last month and a half. I mean, this has been a roller coaster. And it's it's a ride you're on with the knowledge that you can keep the ride going to some extent, almost no matter what. Like, even after yeah. the Broncos game. Rev. I mean, I thought after the Broncos lost, this Bills team was done. I thought it was over. But
0: the, oh, yeah, the, me too.
1: The, the ride didn't stop. I mean, it was slowed down to a halt. But then all of a sudden, you hit a speed boost here, you hit a speed boost there, and you're freaking flying. You're hitting the corkscrews, you're hitting the, the, the loop-de-loops, right? Yeah. Next week, the Bills either hit blast-off onto this ride into the playoffs, or this thing comes crashing down. There's no yeah. more lingering hope. And that's why, you know, it's a really heavy cross, I think, to bear as a fan going into this week because you had all this time to kind of hope one thing goes one way, hope thing come, one thing goes another way. Now it's just pretty black and white, man. It's go in and do it or go home. And I don't care who you're playing. That's a scary situation to be in, especially when you gone through this Last month and a half, where the Bills have been fighting for their lives since pretty much the end of October.
0: Yeah, and now, now that you, I mean, so so now it's like the reality of the situation is kind of hitting me even 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 more. I mean, it was it was real, but like just just listening to you talk about it um, puts it in in a different light for me. The Bills have not had their backs against the wall any more than they will have them against the wall next week in a scenario where it's when and you're in with a division win, lose, and potentially miss the playoffs altogether, you know, unless you get some help. That's, that's a place you don't want to be in, but it's also a place um, you don't, you don't want to play a team whose backs are against the walls like that, especially a team with a Josh Allen and these weapons that they have. Um, with the history that they've had over over the Miami Dolphins, so that that's that's scary for the Dolphins. Make no mistake about it. I mean, we, you know, we're 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 kind of like, you know, uh, concerned about the game. But you have to know that the Miami Dolphins and their fan base is just as as nervous about this game. Um, you could as, as as, as we I are. Oh, you definitely couldn't tell. You you definitely couldn't tell. But th- th- this game is for all the marbles, and I think the Bills come out, man. They they come out swinging, um, in in this game, uh, next week. Uh, how they win as long as they do it that's all that's really all that matters to me as long as they do it and uh i feel i feel I feel like I'm, I'm talking myself into it as you can tell I'm, I'm talking myself into it I feel like the bills are gonna they're gonna do what they have to do man the, I, I cannot see a scenario at least I don't want to see a scenario in which the bills lose and they're sitting at home because there's going to be a lot of questions that need to be answered if they miss the playoffs like that. As we were on the topic of the betting
1: line, I figured I'd go ahead and show you courtesy of my friends over at BetUS. Let's head over to BetUS right now, and I'll show you what I was talking about earlier. Here it is. Not more than a couple hours ago, the Bills were about a one, one one-and-a-half point favorite. It is doubled or tripled, depending on where you were looking, up to minus three. So if you're confident in the Bills to get it done at minus three, you can do so over at bet us you can also bet on all of the other games next week And ref i know the bills game is obviously our primary focus but there's some great football next week you got houston and indianapolis that game's winning in again. you got um I, I think atlanta or excuse me i think uh, tampa bay bucks next week might be winning in there's a variety of games that are massive pittsburgh i think um obviously if they win and the bills lose big game for them so next week is essentially a playoff type atmosphere for a ton of teams and you can bet on all of those over at BetUS. Uh, of course, uh, you can also get in on Bet, NHL, you name it, they got it. Live betting, parlays, props, and, uh, and teasers as well. Everything going on over at BetUS, including fast payouts and incredible customer service. If you're going to taste that minus three, which I think I might, rev, because I'll tell you this. I was about to ask you. <laughs> if it went up that quick, I guarantee you, Rev, when you wake up tomorrow, there's a very good chance that continues to rise. So if you're looking to get on that three, you might want to get on it soon. And if you do, hundred and twenty-five percent sign up bonus in the link in the description below. You can head on over to BetUS, take advantage of that, and throw it on the bills. The way I look at it, Reverend, I might do this. If I take the bills at minus three on BetUS and the Bills win, then I can pay for all my AFC East gear. And I'm done. <laughs> if it loses. I didn't have anything to buy with it in the first place, and I'm already miserable. So why not throw a couple more bucks on top of my misery that, that I lost? Well. I could well be even happier if I win. So there's always that. So you can get it on That's that right. too. You know, That's one right. more quick word from, uh, from bet before we, uh, we we wrap up shop here tonight on the smoke ring.
2: Bet us America's favorite sports book where you can bet on everything. Anytime sports book, casino horse racing, live betting and more. We have the best bonuses in the industry. That's right. Get 125% sign-up bonus. And to celebrate our 30-year anniversary, we are giving up to 30 risk-free bets, a truck, Super Bowl tickets, and more. Don't miss out. Play smart. Join now. BetUS, where the game begins.
1: Where the game begins, and the game begins next week, Rev. It's a whole new season. It's next week. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's win, and it's in. And it's win. I mean, I can't get over, Rev. This is what's what's killing me the most. I can't get over the fact that it's not just winning; it's in. It's it's winning. It's the two seed. This these Bills were dead yeah. in the water a month
0: ago, yeah. and it's the two seed.
1: Two yeah. home playoff is, games. Should you get? Is
0: there. Is, is there a scenario in which the Bills win and they don't get the two seed, or is it if they win, they're getting a two seed regardless? Like, what does Cleveland have to? I want. I kind of want to go back over that over that scenario. Which scenario again? Is is there a scenario in which the Bills win next week and they don't get the two seed? Mm, let's go uh, one the last
1: yeah. time before we uh before we wrap it up because that's a good question. So I, I, I don't know if there is, unless I don't I don't believe there's another team that could jump it. Um I'm just looking here. Do you see a team that would be capable of jumping it? Because the Bills have the tiebreaker with KC, so that doesn't matter. They they would have the tiebreaker with Miami. Cleveland already lost the division to Baltimore, so that wouldn't matter. So, no, it's Uh two-seater. It's two-seater, or if they lose and, yeah, well, seven, they would play uh Miami again. So, say they lose and Baltimore beats Pittsburgh, They're back in Miami again. Crazy. Now, if Baltimore beats, or excuse me, if Pittsburgh beats Baltimore, and Tennessee beats Jacksonville, same scenario. So your two scenarios, Rev, two seed or seven seed back in Miami. The winner of next week gets the two seed no matter what.
0: Wow. Which scenario do you like the best? Which which scenario do you do you feel more the most confident? The Bills at the Bills at the 7 going into Miami or the 2 seed? Well, it depends on what we're getting here. I want that's what I wanted to look at real quick.
1: This this 2 seed scenario. What happens Okay, so this is the three scenarios, Are You looking at this. If the Bills yeah. win, okay? If the Bills win and Baltimore beats Tennessee. Uh-huh. Or excuse me, and Baltimore, Baltimore beats Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. then the Bills will play Jacksonville.
0: If well, you got Pittsburgh in, you wins. In fact, we're in the in the, Houston, the Texans, and the, the Colts game too. Because I think that changes things. Yeah, that's right here. That's right here. I think. Oh, you're right.
1: Yeah, there's possibilities for them to play all of them. Is there? Oh no, that the winner of that would get the. Oh, Jacksonville would switch it up. Okay. Yep. You're right. Yeah. So it's a variety. Of, it's a handful of teams. They'll either play Houston, Indianapolis, Jacksonville. Or Pittsburgh. I guess the question remains out of that, Rev. Out of those teams, who would you prefer to see? Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Houston, or Indy?
0: Hmm. Uh, I get I, I think I'm I'm leaning towards Pittsburgh. Um at home. Pittsburgh's playing is 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 they're 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 just a greedy team. Um, but I, I think I like them with our chances with Mason Rudolph. Um you know, um, I don't I don't I don't we and we have history like I don't know anything about about Indy and Garner Minshew and and, and their run game. Um, CJ Stroud and, and the, I and the want Texans nothing to do with team. that
1: Houston team. Yeah, I about to say I that that mean, could be
0: a sneaky team that, that could beat us, man. Um, Jacksonville, I wouldn't be afraid of Jacksonville. I think the Bills could could win that game in a revenge game um, at home. But give me give me Pittsburgh, man. Give me Pittsburgh at home. Um, I, I don't want I don't, I to have to go to Miami again and have to beat them three times in a year. I don't want to have to do that.
1: I also can't imagine a world where these Pittsburgh Steelers get in. I mean, how the hell is that possible? If the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> get in and the Bills don't, I'm going to be sick to my stomach. Rad, before yeah. we wrap up tonight, we're like three hours from midnight. What are you and the fam doing tonight for the big 2024? What's in store?
0: Honestly, nothing, man. We're just going to sit here and chill, bro. We do, we're just chilling. We're my wife went out to grab something to eat. Uh, and we're just going to hang out as a family, man, and, and uh, ring in the new year. That's
1: exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go hang out with my sister in law, my brother in law, Caroline, and my niece, Peyton. We got some food. And um, I'd say we're going to watch some ball, but I got to tell you, I could give a rat's ass yeah. about Packers Vikings tonight.
0: Yeah, me too. Eric. I, I wish they right. would have
1: put that Baltimore Miami game in that slot tonight, so I could have watched that beatdown yep. with full yep. focus, as opposed to looking at the corner uh, the corner screen while the Bills yep. were taking on the Patriots all day. But I, I, mean, I, tell, I mean, it was nice know, every time I looked. Out, I was, was gonna say
0: that? no. I may, I may, I may jump on like Apple Plus and I like Monarch. I don't know if you've, you've seen the Monarch series. I like. I'm a big uh, like Godzilla and and uh, Kong fan, and so like really? Monarch. Yeah, they have like a series now with with Monarch themselves, and so I've been, I've been, uh, I've been catching it, man, on on uh, on Apple Plus, and so I'm gonna go ahead and I'll tell you wrap what, the series lately, it reminds me of when I lived in
1: New York City. There's so much to do that you end up doing nothing. There's so many series yeah. I want to watch that I just end up watching none of them because I can't decide <laughs> on one. So it's good you have like a niche there. When football yeah. ends, I'm gonna need to find something, and I don't know what the hell it's gonna be.
0: Maybe it's I'll check. Maybe weird.
1: I'll dive Monarch. I don't know.
0: Well, let's let's hope football for the Bills don't end um, next week. Listen,
1: what are you doing this week? I know you got probably plenty coming in store for the for the folks this week, as will I. This is a huge week. I might, I, hell, I don't know. Just keep your eye out on the YouTube notifications and Twitter. I might, I might go live four times a day this week. I don't know. I need to There's start no telling, talking to more, more. I need to get the nerves off. I need to start talking to myself positive affirmations. Here's the end of the right. you know. Here's the here's the story as we head into 2024, folks. Was today beautiful? No. Was it ugly? Yes. Did the Bills really have anything go their way today outside of the Baltimore game? No. But at the end of the day, the Bills had a 14% chance to make the playoffs less than a month ago. We sit here today. We go into next week, not only with an opportunity to make the playoffs, but the 2 seed in an AFC East championship. That's the reality. It's time to take advantage of it, and we will do so in the new year. Enjoy the final remaining hours of 2023. I hope Hold you bring on. in 2024 with uh, with friends and fam. What do we got, Rob?
0: What are you looking at? Hey, hey, man, we missed some Super Chats, man. Let's, so let's let's, uh, let's take a second. We we got bit. a few Super Chats. So would, it be,
1: uh, would it be a smoke break without me playing the music and missing the smoke? Uh, the, the Super Chats? <laughs> of course not. Let's,
0: let's pan it out a little Shout bit. Shout out to, friend, out to Caroline, man. Shout out to Caroline because she gave us the – she put it in the chat. She's like, hey, man,
1: oh, you missed some Super Chats. But she reminded me. She's mad at me right now. I got to get on the road, apparently. But David Reed, sorry, brother. You know I'm the worst. But Dave comes in. He's saying – the Bills playing at week 18 for either the two seed or to miss the playoffs sums up 2023 perfectly. I mean, yeah, not only does it sum up the 2023 season perfectly, it sums up the Bills perfectly. It's just yeah. the way it goes. It's either it's going to be pure bliss or pure hell. Don't know yeah. which side you're going to be on, but I hope to God it's the bliss. Oftentimes, too, man. you know, and then my girl Linda's coming in here and she's saying, oh, I think yeah, she was in today was there. Yeah. It was. But we got the win. Happy New Year's. And thanks, guys. Happy New Year's. Absolutely. You, Linda. Absolutely. Hope you had fun today. I mean, it was still probably a lot to have fun at with that game. It's always fun being in the stadium. Got
0: the, got the win. That's all That's all that matters,
1: man. Exactly. You got the win. And I tell you, that that early on defensive performance was probably fun. Getting after oh, early man. on. In the game. Yep. And then Anthony coming in to round us out here. Tired of these close games. We need to squish the fish. Praying Josh go. is good and ready to go. There it is, baby. Still the same way. We feel the same way, folks. Thanks so much for joining Rev and I tonight on the final smoke break of 2023. I hope you guys have a terrific New Year's Eve and an even better New Year's Day tomorrow as we bring in the new year and we bring in the opportunity to go and win that AFC East. We'll be live all throughout the week. Make sure to keep it locked on the YouTube and the Twitter for the notifications. But until then, everybody in here and Rev,
0: happy new year, brother. Happy new year to you too, man. God go bless everybody, man. God go Bills. Bills. Shout out oh, to everybody, man. Shout yes. out.
1: God bless. Go Bills. Happy New Year and a little bit of the partridge in a pear tree. There it is. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>
3: Done.